Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And it's time for our Pop Culture Club episode for the month of March. Wendy assigned me a show to watch. I assigned Wendy a book to read. We're going to talk all about our thoughts on what we watched and what we read and everything else we're watching and reading and listening to a little bit later in the episode. Where can you find us outside the podcast? Hop on over to our Instagram, which is at Megan and Wendy, or to our TikTok, which is also at Megan and Wendy. Our most notable new follower on TikTok is the brand Instacart, which brought me a lot of joy today. What? They commented on a video and then I mean, they followed us. It it I, made my morning. I use I used them this week. <laughs> I love Instacart. Come on the podcast as a sponsor, Instacart. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Exciting. And you can also hop into our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. Shoot us an email anytime at meganandwendy at gmail.com. We are actually recording this like right after the publication of our last episode. So we don't have any new emails. Actually, I'm lying. I am lying to you. You have an email? Sheila. I have two. Listener Sheila sent us some cleaning follow-up. Yeah. Sheila is taking a Instagram break, so <laughs> she's sending emails to all the podcasts she listens to instead of just DMing them, which <laughs> I love. She says, because I have 50 children, I buy Tide powder in the biggest box at Sam's Club. It's not 50, but she does have a big, beautiful family. And I stock up when they do the $5 off sales. I keep and reuse bulk seasoning containers in a variety of ways, but one of my favorites is I fill one with Tide powder to keep on my kitchen counter. I read this and it didn't sink in, but now I'm envisioning like the Costco-sized cinnamon container filled with Tide that I can then just like sprinkle into a sink of hot water because that's how I, when I use like my Tide hot water, I just use it typically in the sink. Mm -hmm. So So she just just got this Tide on hand that she can just sprinkle around. Yes. She doesn't have to go dig it out of the big, huge uh, box of Tide she has in the laundry room or whatever. Yes. Cool. It says, for some reason, somebody chose to put a cream-colored sink, and it shows every scratch. I find <laughs> Tide powder works as well as Barkeeper's Friend for that. Hmm. I've never used it to scrub my sink, but it is more cost-effective, I think, than the Barkeeper's Friend. And oh, I sure. And I bought a box of Tide powder, not a, a big one, but... It has lasted me forever, so I have plenty to experiment with. Um, Do you find that your Tide in the box gets um, very compressed and hard to to scoop out? Yeah, why is that? How do I keep it fresh and, like, uh, you know, easy to scoop? Maybe it needs to be transferred to, like, an airtight container like you use for your baking supplies mm, i'm too lazy to idea. do that probably not gonna do it that is not I'm... true that is not true because i just watched you on tiktok pour cheez-its into a uh into a container so i know that you could put your tide into a container that's true that's true i do use a lot of airtight containers and the cheez-its will go stale because nobody in my house knows how to roll down the top of a bag and keep things from going bad okay She says, I love labeled bins in my fridge because of my budget. Again, 50 very delightful children. I use Sterilite shoe containers. They were like $12 for 10, and they work great, even though they're not as pretty. My favorite thing about them is they keep my kids from asking me where everything is. I added a turntable a few months ago, and it's been great, too. Mostly we use ours for condiments. Nice. 
Very nice. And she also recommends a cordless vacuum that she likes very much. What's the brand? Does she say? It's a shark brand, yes. And I have a link for it that I can Mm, share. She says the more expensive models have a longer runtime, but this one charges quickly. (laughs) So much good cleaning content from Sheila. All right, let's talk about clothes. Because I don't want to. I don't I, want to talk about clothes. <laughs> I don't either. So it's spring break in my house this week. And it's not spring break weather. But about two weeks ago, I thought it was going to be because we had a really hot week. And so my brain was like, got to start wearing warm weather clothes. And all I could think was, I don't want to. Give me back my jeans and my hoodies. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. But it's coming, even though it's still quite nice here. What are we wearing this summer? I don't know. I can't figure out what I'm wearing tomorrow. You think I'm thinking three months ahead of time? No. Well, I I have kind of a vision for what I want my summer wardrobe to be, and it's two different things. Okay. I don't know if I'll actualize this wardrobe, but one is... As I want every summer, and I never quite follow it through, I want a pile of dresses. A pile. 10, 15. No, no. Yeah. You don't want that. But I want that. I enjoy summery dresses. Mm Mm-hmm. And I did buy one... cute on you they look I look terrible in them that's why I don't want them but okay I know I'm not telling you you need to like them but I like them and I I found one cute one at Target so you know one down 19 to go I just want a lot of them I don't want to feel like I'm wearing the same thing week after week after week is what I don't want the other thing this is how I envision myself I want like shorts tank top big oversized button-down shirt I know this because you found a shirt at Target the day that we shopped together a few weeks ago. She goes, this is what I've been looking for. And I go, get it. She goes, no, I'm not going to get it today. And I'm like, it's not going to be there when you go back. My budget has reset, so now I can go get it. (laughs) You better run over there and get it before your trip. I'm going to Target today. Awesome. For things other than that shirt. But... I just am not really quite ready to be in summer clothes yet. And so Uh what I know is going to happen is once the summer hits, I'm just going to wear whatever is comfortable and I'm not going to be in like outfit planning mode. But I'm trying to ease the pain of knowing that the jeans are going to be shelved for six months Mm -hmm. by planning all of the cute outfits that I would wear in the summer of my dreams. Got you. So I have a few thoughts. Mm. One is I think dresses are everywhere and super affordable, cute styles. I mean, you can get them anywhere. So go crazy and buy yourself a couple dresses. Yes. I'm talking to you. Um, The second thing is I love the idea of shorts and a tank and an an overshirt. Um, Just in my mind, like if you're in the car and it's hot, then you can rip off the overshirt and just drive around in your tank top or around Mm -hmm. your house or whatever. But then if you want to feel a little more covered up or put together, you have this like cute overshirt on. I get it. I like it. I see your vision. Yeah, I hate wearing sunscreen. Don't worry. I wear it every day, every time I go out. But knowing that I can take the dog for a walk and I have my shoulders covered or I can, you know, just a little bit extra sun protection makes life easier. Why do you hate wearing sunscreen? I don't like the process of putting it on and then it feels sticky on your skin and blah. 
Maybe you just haven't found the right sunscreen. I have great sunscreens that I like, but you have to reapply. I just don't. Everyone stand down. I'm the fairest person in the world. I wear sunscreen nonstop. I cannot go outside without sunscreen in the summer. Don't worry. We go through piles of it. I like sunscreen, but I'm not that diligent. Uh, I mean, I would be hospitalized if I didn't wear sunscreen daily in the summer. I just cannot. My skin is so sensitive. Um, I really like the super goop play liquid sunscreen for my body. There's a suggestion for everybody. And I like it for my kids as well. It absorbs like a lotion and works really well. That's my sunscreen body product rec. Let me tell you, I just bought this is so random. And it's not even on our outline today of things to talk about. But I just bought a uh a new sunscreen that I keep in my car and it's from Sunbum, mm-hmm. which I love the smell of it, but it's a rollerball, you know, like those rollerball mm. deodorants, you yes. know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. So it looks just like that, but it's sunscreen. It's like a dry idea. <laughs> yes, babe. And I just put it on my arms when I'm in the car or the top mm. of my hands. Yeah, I love it. I keep it in my like, you know, little uh, bag in the... Uh, console i like that and then you don't have to touch it because sometimes then you got sticky sunscreen hands and then what do you do i love that right right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so when are you going to start shopping for this summer wardrobe of your dreams i mean right now right now i'm into it right now it is the uh, time or otherwise it will be gone right right you really need to do all of that shopping in april and may because come july the shelves are bare yeah yeah i gotta tell you um you turned me on to an instagrammer i think her name is merrick i can't remember like what her actual instagram handle is she always has like super cute like instagram reels of like trying on outfits and how to style them and this and that and whatever and today i think it was like five dresses from old navy and i was like Mm. those are all adorable like, looks so cute. Does she still do her try-ons where she does it with someone with different sizes? I That sounds vaguely familiar. I think it's like a side-by-side photo. Yes. Yes, but not always. And that uh-huh. is the problem is, like, she's yes. this cute, tiny little fit model. You know what I mean? And mm. when I see that stuff, it makes me feel bad about myself. <laughs> Okay, I hear you, and I like her very much, too, but again, she and I don't have the same body type, so what fits her well sometimes won't look the same on me. So I have a recommendation for you of another Instagrammer. Her name's Brittany, but her Instagram is Loverly Gray. Now, Brittany is also a size zero or a size two. However, she has an assistant whose name is Nichelle, who's like a extra large, and so... She does not do this always, but she often does. Like they did a whole Target dress try-on where they did side-by-sides of each of them in the dresses. And I was like, this is what I need to see. I need to see this dress on my size body because it looks very different. Now, they both looked great, but complete, honestly, completely different dresses when you see them on different bodies. Sure. Yeah. So I really like that. I need to do a better job. I follow a lot on TikTok of mid-size. Mm-hmm. Um, fashion influencers, although often people will be like a size eight or a 10 and they call themselves midsize. And I feel like that's, what? I think that like midsize is more like the 14, 16, but what do I know? So I'm trying to expand more inspiration, but I love a pile of Target and Old Navy dresses for the summer. I'll tell you. 
Yeah, I need I need to do something. I'm I'm sitting in my closet. We are not together today. Mm-mm. I'm sitting in my closet and I am looking at two stacks of jeans that I pulled out of my closet that I am giving away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I just and then but hanging up is still a bazillion jeans. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I I have so fallen back into the jean routine. But oh, me too. I, uh, I gotta find I gotta find some warmer weather wear. Well, I am saying goodbye to one of my summer staples. For years and years and years, I've sworn. Can I guess? Yes. Can I guess? Can I guess what it is? Yes. It's an it's an item of clothing. Yes. Uh, Oh my god. Okay, hold on. It's either it's either the long maxi dress or the linen pants. I, I still love a maxi dress. I still love a maxi dress. It's the linen pants, and I'll tell you why. It's not linen pants in general. I love the idea of a linen pant. But Old Navy linen pants are out this year. And here's why. Uh, For a long time, I wore a certain size in those linen pants, and they were great. And you had to size down because I think they run big. Well, that size, which was a medium that I used to wear, does not fit. So this year... They were all on sale for $12. I ordered five pairs for $12 because that's what you do. Two different cuts. Every single one of them is enormous, but the mediums are too small. So they are just Mm. not, they just don't work for me this year. However, Mm. Target does carry several cuts of linen pants. So I'm going to give those a try because I do like those when I want to not wear shorts or like I like having a pant option in the summer that's lightweight and flowy. But I want it to fit. I don't want it to look saggy and baggy and make me feel frumpy. No, exactly. And that's why, well, that's one of the reasons why I don't ever, I have never liked the old navy pants. One is because I think their fabric is super scratchy. It, I, It's a sensory thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot, I hate them on. But I buy them every summer thinking that I'm going to like them. And the sizing is never quite right. And so... Sitting in my stack of jeans are also two pairs of linen navy, old navy pants that have to go goodbye. But I wanted to tell you, when we were at Target last week, we had seen those linen pants, Mm -hmm. right? I had ordered a pair of black ones, and they arrived, and I really like them. Oh. The second thing is, we had saw... um, I think the brand is Knox Rose. Is that what it's called there at yes. Target? And they were striped. Uh-huh. I bought those. I love them so very much. Oh, well, I'm just going to steal that because I know exactly what you were talking about. Send me the color that you bought because I think they had two different colorways in those stripes and I won't buy the same ones. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. I love them. I'm happy to know that the Target ones are a win. This concludes wardrobe talk with Megan and Wendy. Yeah, except now we're going to move on to how much do you hate to return things? So much. I had a a very large shopping bag of things I needed to return last week. And I was mm-hmm. like, Wendy, you're going to go do it now. I had to do like, I had to drop off, return three things at Nordstrom. A ton of things for Amazon, which, which requires like a trip to Kohl's and you got to walk all the way into the back of the store to do it. Right. And something from Target. And I was like, so proud of myself that like, 
I was like, this is it. You got to do it. They all have to have to be returned right now. And what I'm getting at is at Nordstrom, I did a curbside pickup. I feel real lazy when I did it the curbside. It's a curbside return, actually. Whoa, you know, I they, didn't know that was an option. Yes, they come out to your car and pick the stuff up. Oh. And then they take it back in and they just credit your account. I love that. Well, I did it during the wintertime when I had uh, purchased a ton of, like, boots for our trip to New York. Uh-huh. And I had ordered them all online while I had to go return them. And I felt so bad the lady brought out, like, a big bin to carry yes. to, to return all my boots. But that was fine. It was great. It was no problem. I'm like, hey, they offered the service. I'm going to. I'm going to take advantage of the service, Absolutely. right? I don't want to park and walk in with my three And parking boxes sucks and... there. If you... Yes. Parking sucks. Yes. It's not close. So uh-uh. if you have like three huge shoe boxes to carry in, it's not great. So this particular day, I did the curbside drop-off. It was great. Um, my account was credited. I was happy. Moving on, I had returned a pair of uh, Birkenstocks. And the Birkenstocks I'm talking about, they're not the, like, original traditional ones. They're, like, a one-buckle, very kind of stylish, in my opinion. Yeah, they're very cute. I think they're called the Madrid. I will leave a link in our show notes. Um, But I had ordered them from Nordstrom, and they had come. And I was like, these don't fit right. What is the deal? Like, did I get the wrong size? Is it just the shoe? And then I look on the box and they had sent me the narrow version. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is why. So those are the ones I returned. Well, then I reordered them. And lo and behold, they sent me the same shoe, the narrow version, even though I asked for like the wide version. So now I'm super annoyed that I have to return these again. And I may just go in store at this point. And just yeah. see if they have, like, a wider version. Maybe they don't have a wider version, but then, like, cancel my order. Don't send me, like, the wrong item. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, Birkenstocks are going to be on my summer wardrobe uh, list this summer. Because, you know, I've traditionally worn, like, stupid rubber sandals. like or Not rubber sandals, but flip-flops, like, all summer long. And this is why I have, like, such bad feet problem. <laughs> Yeah. So I have to go to the podiatrist because he's like, Wendy, what are you wearing? No wonder your feet hurt so bad. So I'm going to look, you know, a little bit, you know, crunchy or whatever, but I like them. No way. Birkenstocks are great. I am a, uh, I am also guilty of uh, spending a summer in a Havaiana, which I love, mm-hmm. but I do need a little bit more support. I also like an Olakai for arch support. Mm-hmm. Again, kind of an expensive sandal, but if you're going to wear the same ones all summer long, um, and I'm tempted to try out maybe a Vionic. I, I don't know. I got to go fully orthopedic this year, apparently. <laughs> I, I feel like the Vionic ones are a little too matronly for are me. Are they? I, I already lean that way anyway. I don't want to put me myself too. into like, you know. My maxi I, dress and linen pants. <laughs> I, I hear you. So it's either going to be... <clears throat> a tennis shoe or a Birkenstock this summer, I think. Yeah, Olakai, the um, version that I had last year is the Hanu, H-O-N-U, and it's just a very standard flip-flop style sandal. It had like a brown leather strap, very simple, very cute, but with a little arch support. 
Moving on, I have a question for you. Hmm. Have you noticed any change yet with your vitamin regimen? I would have to be taking them to notice a change. But here I have a plan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On my target trip today, I'm going to buy myself a little pill organizer and I'm going <laughs> to fill it up for 2 weeks and then keep it somewhere where I am regularly. I'm laughing. I relate. I haven't taken mine either. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> and every night at me. Every night, it's the same thing. I go, I feel tired. I feel like <laughs> crap. I wonder why. It's because I drank two sodas and didn't take any vitamins and haven't had any water. Yeah. But I'm telling you, my water game is going to change because guess what arrived yesterday? Wendy has the Stanley of her dreams. Actually, I, she yeah. has the Stanley of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, because I really want that white one. So if I, you ever see the white one, grab it and then we'll just make a trade. <laughs> Don't chew on your straw. <laughs> I, I won't. It's plastic and hard. I won't chew on it. That's I'm going to step up my water game today. I have some feedback. Actually, I have a question to ask you based on some feedback. So listener Karen, who was also my real life good friend, Karen, uh, sent me a text today. She was listening to a recent episode. And I don't remember the context of this conversation, but we were talking about not having AM radio in cars. Some newer cars have just eliminated that. And uh -huh. she was like, I, I can never get a new car. I can't handle all the tech. I hope this Honda Odyssey runs for the rest of my life. She's like, I'm just pre-mad thinking about <laughs> cars these days. And that's so funny because I consider myself a fairly techie person. I'm not afraid of new technology. I'm the tech person in our house. I can figure out minor techie issues we're having. I like new devices. I'm all about apps. But the one place I think we've gone too far is in our cars. I and think I, it's it's too many things. You don't need all those things in the car. Yes. And I think in some cases, like the safety advances we've made are great. Like a car that's going to break on its own when you get too close because you've looked away. Great. Uh, the parking sensors and that sort of thing and rear view cameras. I think all of those are great. I don't need to be able to fly a plane from inside my car. I need to be able to <laughs> listen to music or some sort of audio experience. And I need to be able to adjust the temperature. And the rest of that, I kind of don't really need to be able to do. Like, okay, adjust my seat. Sure. There's just too many things on a screen. And here's where people don't agree with me. Please let us know what you think. I like physical buttons. No, I disagree with you. Oh, no. <laughs> I want a physical button for the following things. Everything else can be on a screen. I want a physical volume control. It can either be a toggle or a scroll. I want a physical button for moving backward and forward, either on radio presets or like songs, whatever you happen to be listening to. Physical button. And I uh -huh. want a physical button for adjusting the fan speed and the temperature of the climate control in my car. Okay, I hear you. Hang on just a second. My vehicle has those options uh the like audio and channel changer and all that stuff is on a screen, but also I have a physical button on the steering wheel. Does your car not have that? 
I have a physical button for my volume that I can roll up and down. But uh-huh. for the audio, it's a button that is like a mouse, like a touchscreen mouse no, pad. that's way that you too have difficult. To slide your finger forward or backward on. And let me tell mm-hmm. you how deeply annoying I find that. <laughs> it needs to be muscle memory. Like when I'm driving a car, those are the four things that I should be able to do without thinking about it because I do them all the time. Right, right. Like, I will tell you my husband's car, his car is fully, like, fully techie. And mm-hmm. um, I don't drive it, but when I sit in the passenger seat and I want to, like, adjust the AC fan, I'm like, where do I do this at? I do have to touch the screen, and I don't know where it's at. It's so annoying. Yeah. So I understand. I think we've gone too far. <laughs> I think that's all I have to say about that. I mean, I think it's only going to get worse. I don't think they're going to go back. I know. I know. It's going to be I, like voice control in the future, don't you think I mean, so? my, doesn't your car have voice control? Well, I can't say like turn on to Sirius, you know, or change back to 95.9. Like I can't do that. Like I have to touch it to do that. I actually don't know what mine can do because I don't I have any engine voice controlling my car. But my car, like, you know how your phone has a Hey Siri, it will activate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. My car also has a voice activation command. And that sound, my, the voice activation command in my car sounds like apparently other words that we say. So every once in a while, the car is like, how can I help you? And it's very <laughs> loud and it's a different volume than whatever we're listening to. So it always startles me. I was like, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> That's funny. So it comes on louder than like the radio. The radio yes. doesn't cut out. It just like speaks over it. The radio cuts out, but it's also louder than whatever volume we were listening to. Gee, why? That's so weird. I don't know. It startles me every time. So at the time of this recording, you're getting ready to head out on a spring break. Can I say it? Cruise? Yeah, we're going to get hate, but you can. Can I say it? Um, okay. So, so you're headed out on a spring break cruise with your family. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm curious, what it, what are you most looking forward to in the next well, few days? That's a good question. So by the time you hear this, I will be home. It's just my children and I, because my husband's spring break doesn't line up with my kids. And this is a rebooked cruise because we had a March 2020 spring break vacation that obviously never was. And we've been carrying around this cruise credit. Um, I have some cruise guilt, you know, like it's, the pandemic's not over. However, the CDC has pulled back all cruise Warnings, there's a different word, but they used to have a like a threat level for cruises. I think they've oh. eliminated those completely. They do require vaccinations. They require testing. Do they require masks? I don't actually know the answer to that. Um, and I haven't honestly looked that carefully into it. Obviously, we're taking them. And I know that their mask requirements have changed from what they once were, but I don't know what they are right now. So I just figure we'll figure it out when we get there and go with whatever the rule is. So we are leaving out of LA because I wanted it to be easy and we're just honestly planning to knock it off the boat. I'm just looking forward to hanging out with my kids. I only have four spring breaks, including this one with my son. So I'm trying to take advantage of all those little breaks. I'm looking forward to 
eating a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just food everywhere. Because we're not really going to a destination. It's kind of like hanging out at a hotel for a few days. I like that there's not really an itinerary and kids can water slide all day long or go ice skating or we can do the escape room or watch skating. Yes. There's an ice rink, like a full fledged, like regular size ice rink there. Yes. Oh, wow. I don't, it's not, you couldn't play a hockey game on that, I don't think. But yes, they have an ice rink. And I was there. I was actually watching someone's video last night. There's a TikToker who's on a solo cruise on this ship right now. Mm-hmm. And she's young and single and is having a very different experience than I will be having. But she went to the, quote, nightclub on the cruise. And it's actually the ice skating rink that they've floored over. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I have really no expectations other than it being kind of a a few days away from home and hanging out and relaxing and taking my kids for ice cream. And I really don't know what they're going to want to do. Are you letting them bring their tech stuff or no? No. Are no. you bringing your tech stuff? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> my son can bring his phone, but I'm not getting him the internet package. So you can like message within the app on their ship without him having full-fledged internet but Mm -hmm. i don't want them like let's rush back to our room and get on our devices all night they can handle it's three nights they'll be fine i mean and you guys are going to be like doing stuff at in the evening time too i'm guessing it's not like you're like okay it's five o'clock we're gonna go back to our room and heck yeah i'm going to all the shows (laughs) i love a cruise ship show what kind of shows are they like dancing and singing or what I don't know. There's like an ice show, which apparently everyone's like, you have to see it. Like an ice skating show? Yes. Oh, they have like, yeah, I know. Oh, I'm totally going to trivia. I love cruise ship trivia. And they're all like themed. It's like superhero trivia, Harry Potter trivia. Yep. Bring it on. And you, your kids can play that too? Yes, they can go uh-huh. to that. I will go to bingo. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I love a cruise ship bingo. They have one of those flow rider things, like the boogie boarding with the fake wave. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Are you going to do that? Absolutely not. Uh, but the but kids, kids, I think, will. would want to. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have, like, pickleball courts and a miniature golf course and fun. a rock climbing yeah, wall. Fun. And I don't know. They have a couple things in here. It's, like, teen mini golf or teen pickleball. Is my son going to want to go do that? Maybe. I don't know. Is... Like, without me. Next question. Yeah. Uh, Will your kids, like, make friends with other kids their age there? That is a great question, and I don't know. That will be interesting to see. I I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Didn't we just talk about chit-chat and how much (laughs) small talk you hate? So I can't. I don't want to talk to anybody. I mean, I'm I'm not rude, but I'm not. I'm not here to make friends. Oh, my God. I would walk around with, like, sunglasses and AirPods <laughs> in the entire time. Don't look at me. You're going to have a great time. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me, too. Thank you. Okay. It's time for Pop Culture Club. And this month, Wendy assigned me Summer House Season 2. And I assigned Wendy It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. So let's start with your thoughts on It Ends With Us, Wendy. Okay. 
So this book came out in 2016. Yes. I would like text Megan and talk to her and be like, oh, my God. And reference something in the book. And she's like, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about because (laughs) she read it a million years ago and has read a million books since then. So uh, I'm just going to give a little quick synopsis of what this book is. And then I'm going to tell you what I thought about it. Lily Bloom is the lead character, and she meets a guy named Ryle, who she falls for. And as she's developing feelings for Ryle, she comes in contact with her first love, who's named Atlas. And his reappearance and the challenge of their relationship brings all these things to the surface of, like, what's going on with Ryle. Mm Mm-hmm. I really love this book. Oh, good. It was so good. Now, of course, I listened to it on Audible. Um, I thought it started out, like, a little bit slow. Mm-hmm. However, it, they needed to, like, build the story of, like, how she meets Ryle. And then they needed to go into, like, what her childhood was like. So, And the way that they did that is through, like, she was reading her journals. Mm-hmm. And... At first, I was, like, so, like, captivated by her childhood her childhood, and, like, what happened in her childhood. And without giving, like, too much away, there's a lot of, like, domestic violence. And then she meets this boy, Atlas. And, and it's, it's, it's very kind of complicated and disturbing. And I found myself, like, in my car, like, several times, like in tears over Mm -hmm. like the relationship between her parents and it was just like hard to listen to yeah and then we segue into her experiencing her own issues with domestic violence and that was a tough listen it was a really tough listen yeah um but I liked it. I liked it so much. And to the very end, I kept going like, is she going to take this guy back? Is she going to take this guy back? Is she going to take him back? And I thought that uh, the author like ended it in such a perfect way. I just thought it was so good. So, so good. And I have already pre-ordered her next book, which is a, uh, it's called It Begins With Us. And it's from, it's Atlas's story, the, the boyfriend, the teenage boyfriend. Yeah. I, as Wendy said, read this. I read it four years ago, which I only know because of Goodreads, and had a vague idea of what it was about because I was like, isn't it about this? And you're like, no, not really. But then you just hadn't gotten to that part. Mm -hmm. But had truly no memory of the details. And so I reread it last week. And there were a couple moments that I was like, oh, I remember this. But most of the book, although I had a vague memory of the overall story, None of the details were familiar. And I mm-hmm. really wanted to read It Starts With Us, which comes out later this year. November. I think. No, oh, November. November. Yeah. I, already... I know I pre ordered it and I was like, why did I do that? I'm like, because I pre ordered it on Audible. So I used oh. one of my credits and I was like, that was dumb. It doesn't come out until November. Oh, but w- it used your credit now? Yep. Anyway. I wanted to read that book when it comes out, and I didn't want to read it without having any memory of this 
first book. I will say that this book was made very popular in the last year by TikTok. It went viral in the book talk community. And really? That's yes, and that's what put it back on my radar. Um Colleen Hoover has a ton of books. I would recommend a book called Verity to you. It's a really creepy, suspenseful thriller. Nice. Love it. Uh, And so I've read a number of her books, but I'm I'm glad I reread this. I, I like this book. But there is a domestic violence trigger warning to be aware of. Yeah. And, and yeah, that that part was so hard for me. And not that I, mm-hmm. I don't have like a domestic violence like experience or trauma in my past, but a little bit of childhood trauma was like, you know, on the fringe for me. Mm-hmm. So it, it mm-hmm. was a little bit like it took me to a dark place, but like I really enjoyed it. Well, not a dark place was Summer House season two. Yeah. Can I just tell the listeners here that she texts me at one point and tells me how much she hates Carl Radke. And I was like, just wait. He gets like such a glow up. Like he becomes a fan favorite. Not in this season. Latter seasons, but, you know, or later seasons. But, you know, just wait. Well, Carl, I'm very happy to hear that. I do say I, I do think he even got better at the end of this season. He mellowed out a little bit um, once the drama with him and Lauren kind of went away. The storyline with his mom was very sweet in this season. He really showed Mm -hmm. up for her as she was going through her own divorce. And he just seemed like a cool guy. And also in the second half of the season, Kyle goes completely off the rails. And so there's really (laughs) not room for anyone else to be the asshole in the second half of this season but Kyle. It's just like this (laughs) ramping up of terrible behavior (laughs) and prior to texting wendy about carl she sent me an instagram post of carl's and i was like wait a minute i can find out where they all right are right now so i immediately go to kyle's instagram and discover that he and amanda are not only still together but they are well now married but in the currently airing season they're headed toward their wedding and i was shook right because after season two, this does not feel like a couple that should be getting married. No, I can't remember. Did Vanderpump Rules come, like this cast from Vanderpump Rules, did they come during season two? They're not they, at like, Summer House. There was though. no crossover there? No. Okay, so maybe that was that must have been season one then. Okay. K- Kyle and Amanda are a hot mess. And Kyle, man, drinks so much. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> I don't know if you know, but he is an owner of like a uh, alcoholic beverage company right now. <laughs> so. Yeah, and he isn't currently on the show. That's not what he does. He no, is trying no. to launch a wellness startup, an app. It's just over the top, you know, and Amanda is annoyed with him all the time because he's constantly falling down drunk. Also, he's kind of like keeps her at arm's length. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't see you during the week because I'm too busy. And then uh-huh. acts like he's some prince who gives her a key to his apartment. But then her mom jokes like, oh, does she have a drawer? And he's like, mm, maybe someday. So like, you can come in, but don't leave a toothbrush, Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> don't get too close to me. Look, I, when I was in my 20s, I lived in an apartment and we had these upstairs neighbors who were these young dudes. And I at one point went out with one of them on like one, maybe two dates. And 
I, at some point we were trying to make plans and he was like, oh, well, I don't know if I'm ready for a weekend date. And I was like, yeah, you know what? F you. Like, what? <laughs> no. GTFO. You live Did upstairs. I? All you do all weekend is drink with your roommates. It's not like you have <laughs> big plans. Did you forget where I live? Anyway. Okay, what about Lindsay and what's her boyfriend's name at Everett. the time? Everett. Yeah, they're a hot mess. So I did not watch season one, but I think the vast majority of their drama went down in season one. And then there's carryover because she's still trying to get over him. And she spends most of the season trying to get over him. And she goes out with other guys and then Everett reappears and tries to get back into her life. But she doesn't trust him. And there's one point at Kyle's birthday party, which we need to discuss in a minute, but (laughs) where they seem to be reconciling and then they go off and bone in the woods. And she's like, I need you to make me a priority. And then they come back to the party. And because they're at a party with other humans, Everett talks to other people and Lindsay loses her mind. And this was one of those moments where I truly didn't understand what was happening because make me a priority doesn't, in my mind, mean don't talk to anybody else and hang out with me exclusively at a party. Yeah. Where these are all of our friends. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, I think, is um, intense. Yeah, she's definitely intense. And you will, if you continue to watch the show, you'll see that, like, she has those expectations of every dude she dates. You know, it's always like she needs to be number one all the time. And it's kind of a high bar, you know? Well, and perhaps this is coming from a woman who's been married for 16 and a half years, where if my husband and I go to a party, I don't need you to spend all the time with me. Like we, I want you, know, you to walk away. No, yeah, go talk kidding. to your friends. I'll talk to my friends. Like we live in the same house. I'm, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, my perspective is not that of a young, single, late 20, early 30s something. That said, they party so hard. And I was just exhausted the entire time because they leave – like Friday afternoon, drive all the way out to the Hamptons, party their asses off all weekend, drive back Sunday afternoon and go to work Monday morning. And they do this all summer long. And I don't know how they're functioning. My husband and I watched this show during the pandemic. That's how Mm -hmm. we got hooked on it. Mm -hmm. And we would watch in astonishment. How do these people do this? Like, Mm -hmm. could not believe, like, the hijinks they get into, the Mm -hmm. schedule they keep, like... No, no, no. And that's why we find it to be so entertaining. Yes, for sure. And it's funny because sometimes they'll have like a, they'll have a nice dinner or they'll do a bonfire. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then they go out afterwards at like (laughs) midnight. And I'm thinking like, oh, I thought they were just going to have like a mellow night. But that's just part one. And let me tell you, look, the evening does not start at midnight in my life now or ever. So... (laughs) Okay, let's talk about Kyle's birthday. Oh my gosh. So Kyle had a protesting growing up birthday with like a the British are coming theme, Boston mm-hmm. Tea Party situation. And they dumped 40 pounds of tea into their rental house swimming pool. It turns the water black. It's crazy. <laughs> it's 
when I watched them do it, you and I both have pools. I was like, (gasps) I was just thinking of the maintenance that would have to be done to fix that. Oh my gosh. Like how much money did they have to pay? Doesn't Carl say something like, well, there goes our security deposit or something. Oh my God. These kids and they're not kids. They're like late twenties, early thirties. He was like, I don't really, why is the water turning color? And Amanda goes, have you never put a tea bag in water? It's going to turn it black. Like, what is wrong with you? And they just pulled pounds and pounds of pool of tea out of the skimmer. There's no way they didn't have to drain it. There is, how do you filter tea out of water? I don't think there's any amount of chlorine in the world. No, I bet I they had horrible. to drain it. I bet they had to scrub it. I bet they had to shock it. I bet they had to do whatever. Yeah, crazy. So well, crazy. Was, in high school, my brother put bubbles in our jacuzzi, and they had to drain that. Like, there's no way to get that out of the water. So, <sighs> no. Well, did you like Summer House? I did like it. It's very entertaining. It's like watching overgrown children. It is. Would you continue watching it, or you're like, nah. Yeah, I would keep watching it, but I don't find it to be bingeable because it's kind of like a lot of the same. It's like Mm -hmm. party this weekend, party next weekend, another party, a different themed party, which is fine. But I it's like I need to watch like one a day as opposed to like I'm not watching five in a row. Gotcha. Okay. April Uh, assignments. I am going to pull back from the romance. Okay. I'm oh, God, to please give don't you... give me science fiction. No, no science no, fiction. No, relax. Okay, okay. I've already been warned. Look, one of these days I'm going to give you the fairy look, and you're not going to be able to tell me. No! But right now, right now oh, BTW, BT, BTW, I didn't see one email from anybody who said that I needed to read those fairy books. So there. Well, hold on. I'm going to put it on Instagram. <clears throat> I recently read the novel Five Total Strangers by Natalie Richards, and it is a thriller about five strangers who are stranded in an airport that want to get home for Christmas in the middle of a blizzard, and so they rent a car together, and they drive, and then chaos ensues, and there are some strange things that happen along their drive, and you don't know who is making these happen or if people are who they say they are. And it's a pretty quick read, but mm-hmm. it's a nice, suspenseful mystery. Am I going to like this? Five Total Strangers? I think you're going to like it. That's why I'm choosing uh, it. I'm, I'm into it. I see an Audible that it's only got, it's only got, it's got four and a half stars. But I will, uh, I'm excited. I, you said it's like a, is it Christmassy? Because it's no, it set just, at Christmas time. That's, that's the only thing about it is it happens to be they're driving on Christmas Eve. There's no other Christmas about it. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'm into it's it. It's not I'm a excited. Hallmark movie. It's not a Hallmark. We're stranded in the airport at all. Okay. Excellent. 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 Very excited. Um, I want to give you a little bit of a break. Okay. No, uh, no episodic month for you. Okay. I, you may have. I'm going to give you a movie, and you may have seen it because it's been out since 2008. But I'm thinking this is not a movie that you would watch, and it's one of my favorite movies. And every okay. time it's on, I stop to watch it. It is called Taken. 
was starring Liam Neeson. I've never seen that movie. I've seen the Liam Neeson memes after this movie came out, but I've never seen it. Isn't his daughter's kidnapped? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, that meme where he's like, I don't know who you are, but if you don't let go of my daughter, I will find you and kill you or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's on the phone. Uh, It's great. I love this movie. I don't know why. And my husband makes fun of me every time he catches me watching it. So I hope you enjoy it. Well, I appreciate that because I have a big hole in my movie watching life basically ever since I had children, which was 15 years ago. So 2008 is the year after my son was born. So definitely in that hole. So I'm on a mission to watch more movies. Yay! I'm excited. Okay, so should we move on to what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're listening to? Yes, tell me what else you're watching. I have been watching so many things, and I'm I'm just going to go through my list. I'm not going to give you a bunch of commentary on it, just because it's a big list. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. The first is the Apple TV series We Crashed, based on the WeWork documentary story. Uh-huh. WeWork was like a, a co-share working space Yeah, went... I don't think belly up, but anyway, their founder is a little eccentric. And uh, We Crashed is an episodic show, and it features Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. Yeah, very interesting. It's it's a little slow, but I'm into it because I don't I'm not familiar with the story, so I like it. Um, the next thing I'm watching a shit ton of, and it is Shark Tank. And I don't know I why. I love Shark Tank. It's Shark Tank makes me feel good when I watch it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like a feel-good show, I feel like. Even though well, Especially like, when these businesses make these huge deals. Right. But what I like best about it, because I'm currently watching like a couple seasons back uh-huh. prior to 2020. So I look up all these products and these things wondering like mm. did they survive the pandemic like mm-hmm. where are they now and i tell you i have a list going of items that i've seen that i'm like i must have that i need that little thing that holds nails so i don't hammer my fingers you know well I love and shark i think tank. the thing about shark tank is that more than even the deals they make this shark tank appearance itself is often what launches these businesses into viral territory Mm -hmm. So it's more than just like, oh, we made an investment and now we can make more. It's now millions of people have seen it. It just feels good when these sharks support these businesses and like, this is a great idea. I really and I I love that. Like words of affirmation moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm into it. I really like it. I really like Mark Cuban. He's oh, I love like, Mark Cuban. He's always like when somebody's like, yeah, I, uh, you know, I graduated from Harvard. He's like, good for you. He always says that. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love him. Okay. Anyway, I'm into Shark Tank. I'm also watching The Thing About Pam, which was a um, Dateline podcast. I've heard it. I, yep. You listen to it, right? Yep. The greatest thing about this show is... That Keith Morrison is the narrator on the show. He was also the storyteller oh. on the podcast, which, you know, he does all the Dateline Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew he was over. on the podcast, but I didn't know he was on the show. He's not, like, on the show. He's just the narrator. So, sure. you know, it's amazing. I just love that. 
The show is okay. It's a little bit slow, in my opinion. I never listened to the podcast, so I am not familiar with the story at all. Um, it's okay. It's okay. But I, but I, now that I'm like four or five episodes in, I have to finish it, you know? You know, I listened to the podcast, and when I saw that they had made a show about it, I was like, I don't think it's the most compelling Dateline story I've ever heard, but... Yeah, but, right? I mean, it's like a m- murder with a mildly surprising ending, although it doesn't feel that surprising to me. Anyway. Also new this week on Hulu that I started is The Girl from Plainville, which oh. is based on a true story. Um, I'm not familiar with the story other than like vaguely hearing about it. It's about a teenage boy who commits suicide and I think the girl is charged, like his friend is charged with his murder because he tells her, I'm sorry, she tells him to do it. Like it's all via text message. Does this story uh, sound I need a podcast for I heard a ton about it as it was happening. Yeah. I, is there I, a podcast about it? I bet. I'd be surprised uh, there's, if there's not. There's gotta be, right? I think the only, the first few episodes are out. I just started it, so I don't. I don't know a lot of the details about it other than the rough story. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. I'm also still watching The Dropout. This is Appointment TV. I can't wait every Thursday for a new episode to come out. Uh-huh. I hate Sunny so much. You know, I almost dislike him more than Elizabeth because I'm like, you were the grown up in this situation. Yeah, I... I don't know if he operated on greed and ego, what it was there, he but was I just blinded by s- weird love, something. I don't know. I not a fan, and I don't know what happens to him. So I'm kind of have to do some googling on where Sunny is these days. Yeah. My last two things are Below Deck Australia. Below Deck is. I know you probably don't watch it, but maybe some of our listeners do. Uh, it's a show on Bravo. It's about being a deckhand and a stewardess on like these like charter yachts. yachts. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Australia one is on Peacock and it features uh, a girl who was fan favorite. Her name is Aisha. It's hard to say, um, but she's the she's the lead stew on this one, and I love it because I love lead her. stew. <laughs> yes, and finally, last weekend I watched Deep Water, which was a movie that came out on Hulu with Ben Affleck, and it was a thriller crime. Is that the one story. with Anna Dearmas? Yes, which was his girlfriend at the time. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's very, like, sexual, sort of. Mm. Uh, this is, like, a mature audience only. Kind of, like, not a great movie, but it was nice to look at, and I enjoyed it. It was an afternoon movie for me. All right. So that's what I am watching. Well, Wendy kicked my ass this month in watching, but I am, again, still watching The Dropout. We have talked about that. I am also watching Abbott Elementary. You guys... This show, it's a mockumentary, kind of like The Office. The Office style. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. About a elementary school in um Philadelphia. I might have made that up, but I think that's where it is. Um, and it is 
so good. It's hilarious. And Janelle James, who plays Ava, the principal, is perhaps the greatest TV character of all time. Like, she's the worst principal ever. (laughs) She's so bad at her job. And she's so funny. It's just so funny and charming and amusing. It just is very, like, real situations in schools, but in a real funny, humorous way. Um, There's a teacher named Janine who's, like, the young bright-eyed, idealistic teacher who's going to change the world. And then there's a teacher named Barbara who's been there forever and knows how everything goes and kind of points her in the right direction. And it's very funny and has a ton of heart. And it's on ABC Network Television, y'all. Give it a watch, please. Has a super diverse cast, which obviously we need more of. Is it available on Hulu? I'm sure it is because it's on ABC. Okay. I'm also watching on Apple TV a show called Severance, which is the oh, weirdest show I've ever seen. And all I'm going to tell you is it's a show about people who have decided to split their memory. So while they are at work and while they are outside of work, they have two different sets of memory. So when they go to work, they completely lose their memory of the world outside of work. And when they leave work, they have no memory of what happens at work. Weird. And it's a super weird show, and I don't know what else to tell you about it other than it's fan-freaking-tastic. It's so good. And there's like a – there's some suspense and some drama involved, but it's very good. Is it set in like current day? Uh, Yes. Okay. Is there anybody in the show that is a big name? Adam – Scott is the lead actor. Patricia Arquette is in it. John Turturro is in it. That's a good cast. It says Christopher Walken's in it. I have not gotten there yet. Hmm. Um, the entire show is not available yet. They are up to um, episode eight. I don't know how many there will be. And I just want to say I'm very much looking forward to watching, and I'm putting this out there to make myself accountable, the movie The Sky is Everywhere, which was one of the best YA novels I've ever read. It's by Jandy Nelson, and now there's a movie about it. And probably the movie's terrible because YA movie adaptations often are, but I gotta watch it. Where's that available? I think I saw it on Apple TV, but let me look. Yeah, it's on Apple TV+. Plus. I would watch that. Do it, Do I know anything about it? Oh, no, I'm watching it. I, I'm reading the, the synopsis right now. It has a really low IMDb rating. I see that. But I'd still watch it. Um, I mean, guys, I watch Shark Tank. I'll watch anything. (laughs) It's an hour and a half of our lives. What about what we're reading? Guess what? Wendy kicked my ass here, too. No, I didn't. It just looks long. I did not. I have a book called Little Secrets. I talked about it last month on the pop culture episode. I really like that. It was like a suspenseful book. And I just started. I just started where the crawdads sing on audio on audio did you read that book i did and as a matter of fact i listened to that book if you can believe it i can't because the listen is hard right now i feel like it's slow right it's not grabbing me at all yeah okay so here's what you should know about where the crawdads sing first of all it was very popular when it came out in two, oh, 2019 is when it was released. Mm-hmm. You're watching it, I assume, because they're making a movie out of it. Yes, and I saw Taylor Swift has a song on it. That's it. the only reason why I downloaded it to listen to it. 
so I listened to it and I uh, I enjoyed it, but there is a there is some controversy about the author, and I'm going to read you oh. this line from a Slate article, and then I'll drop the link in our notes so you can add it to the show notes. And the author is Delia Owens, and it says. Delia and Mark Owens have been advised never to return to one of the African nations where they once lived and worked, Zambia, because they are wanted for questioning in a murder that took place there decades ago. That murder, whose victim remains unidentified, was filmed and broadcast on national television in the U.S. Um, it then goes on to say that she's not actually suspected of involvement of the murder, but her husband and her stepson have been implicated by witnesses. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Why wouldn't they be like extradited or whatever back for or arrested? Like, I don't know how the legal I system works. I think it works, depends but... on what relationship your country of residence has with that country. Oh. I enjoyed the book and then a ton of people came out and they were like, that's actually a terrible book. And then I tend to go back and like modify my memory of a book if everybody tells me that it's terrible. But the reality is I kind of enjoyed the listening of it. I did find it very slow also, however. Okay. Um, what have you read? So I actually, most of my reading has been um, advanced reader copies of novels that are coming out this summer. I have like been getting a shower of novels from NetGalley. So most of that I'm not going to talk about because they're not out yet. But I do want to tell you about a book that I read last year that just came out. And it is called In a New York Minute by Kate Spencer. Yes, the Kate Spencer of Forever 35. She's also a writer. And it is an absolutely delightful I would call it a rom-com. It's set in New York. There's just a lot of good character development. I liked a lot of people in the book. It's a fun, lighthearted, funny, enjoyable, smart read. Add it to your spring break reading list or your summer reading list. Well done, Kate Spencer. And I was super nervous when I get these novels from someone who I quote, no right because yeah. then I'm like I don't know her obviously but I listen to her podcast I'm like I really want to like a book by someone whose personality I know and I was mm -hmm. very pleasantly surprised that I liked it that much oh nice nice night would I like it do you like a rom-com it's a rom-com I like watching rom-coms <laughs> maybe yeah. I might like it you might we'll see it's fun okay what you listening to uh, not a whole lot. It's kind of stale a little bit. You know, I got my regular podcast that I listen to week to week. One of those that I don't think I've mentioned mentioned here, but it's Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. And yeah. she talks a lot. Of, it's a lot. It's a pop culture podcast. I think uh -huh. it's very funny. She's very straightforward and funny. And I, I enjoy it a lot. And I think we recently talked about the return of one of our old faves, which was totally married, and I know you're going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about the offshoot podcast that her husband Andy did, and it was called Totally Beverages and Sometimes Hot Sauce. Mm -hmm. It has now been reimagined. It is on Twitch. Now, if you're 47 like myself and don't know what the <laughs> hell Twitch is, it's like a video platform, basically. So they had their first episode last night, and I watched it. It was... Almost two hours. I watched the whole thing. 
the thing I think that sets Twitch apart from YouTube is it's mostly designed for live streaming, yes? Yes, exactly. Now, I mm-hmm. don't know if, like, they will then take this live stream and, like, produce it into, like, a, an audio version for podcasts or what. But, um, yeah, I watched it on Twitch, and I thought the production value was pretty dang good. And they have a an area where, uh, you know, like... Um, a chat so hmm. like the the hosts like interact with like people in the chat while they're doing their thing like i really i really liked it i don't like that it's on at nine o'clock on a wednesday night because <laughs> that's way too late for me and i can't believe i stayed up so late last night to watch it but i enjoyed it quite a bit well you can catch the replay i don't know if you can i am so unfamiliar with twitch that i don't know if it's like one and done or what so so I have been listening, as Wendy mentioned, to the reboot of Totally Married, which is called Nobody's Listening. I am very much enjoying it. I like hearing Elizabeth and Andy tell each other stories about their life. I like their chemistry. I have missed them. And yesterday's episode, which is the March 30th, Wednesday, March 30th episode, Andy mentioned that they are going to turn it into an audio podcast. However, he's not sure how long that will last only because he's not sure how well the content will translate to audio. Mm-hmm. But he did say there, if you couldn't watch it live, there would be ways to see it. He's talking about T-Bash. He doesn't know he's how talking the about content T-Bash. is going mm-hmm. to do after he did a podcast for like five years. I think he means like if they're creating video content, is there going to be enough in the audio that's going to make it listenable without the video to go along with it? I will say that is true because they had some really cool camera angles and they were showing Mm -hmm. things and uh, they have segments that they did not have on the original Mm. podcast. Like somebody from the chat, like they add them to the live stream right then. Yeah. Like, anybody can join if they want. Like, they call it the hot seat or whatever. It's at the end. Um, yeah, I I could see how, how that is. But I I liked it. I, I, I really missed Andy. I love Andy. Yeah, me too. Um, the other thing I'm listening to is a 90s country playlist. And there's not really a specific one. I just kind of pull up a 90s country playlist in the streaming app of my choice. I mm-hmm. alternate. And... I have been playing a little bit of a game with myself. I famously do not know who sings anything. That app hurdle, I'm terrible at it. Unless it's I love like it. so the good. other day it was Madonna. I'm like, oh, I know this song. Couldn't tell you who sang it. Like, I don't know the name of it. I, I don't know anything. Like music. I'm like, I know this song, but who sings it? I don't know. So the one exception is I have a pretty good 90s country database in my head so I listened to these playlists first of all I know every single word to every single song because I was so I play a song and I like try and name the artist and the song and I don't play it with anybody else like I'm just doing it with myself and I'm pretty good at it are <laughs> you it, it, yeah and so I'll do it like you know while I'm cleaning the house and I like pick up my phone and look I'm like yes that was Brooks and Dunn <laughs> okay hold on just a second Hold on. No, don't put me on the spot because yes, then I'm going to yes, lose. <laughs> I'm cutting that out, by the way. No! <laughs> yes! Okay, right. so let's take a quick break and come right back with our approved items.
It's time for Megan and Wendy approved. Mine is so ridiculous that I have to go first just to get it out of the way. Mine's pretty ridiculous too, but go ahead. I have talked about this item. I talk about it annually, but it's never made the approved list. Maybe it has. I don't know if it has, but I'm not going to go back and look. I'm going to tell you what this item is. It is an Easter candy. It is my my favorite Easter candy. (laughs) Yes. I look forward to it every single year. Wendy knows what it is. If you're listening, you probably know what it is, too, because I've talked about it. But it needs an official place on the approved list. And it is the Hershey's Candy Eggs. They are candy-coated milk chocolate eggs. None of that foil wrap nonsense. Now that I'm saying this, I'm having like a deja vu moment. Maybe this has been on the podcast. But doesn't matter. It can be there twice. (laughs) There's nothing else like them. And unlike many candies like a peep or a Reese's egg, there is no other alternative throughout the year. There's no Christmas tree she egg comparison. Mm-hmm. There's no pumpkin egg comparison. It is available for a month and then it is gone. It's a much thicker candy shell than an M&M. I don't know what it is about them, but I like how melty the chocolate gets inside the candy shell I go through bags and bags and bags and bags of them from March to April every year. They are my favorite. I See, I know that you love those, but if I saw them in a store, I don't even know if I would go, oh, yeah, that's them. They're in a green bag. They have (laughs) pastel-colored shells, and they say candy-coated milk chocolate eggs. Why don't you just, like, buy a whole shit ton of them and put them in your outdoor freezer, and then you can enjoy them all year long? What don't you think they would get weird and slimy in a freezer? No, I don't. I think they probably have the shelf life of a bazillion years. I think you're <laughs> right, fine. I don't think I don't know that they need to be in the freezer. But yeah, I I go through honestly. It's probably for the best that they're limited. Well, I think there's other candies waiting on deck for you to finish your Easter eggs, and then you'll return back to your nerd clusters in- or whatever. Indeed. <laughs> Okay, mine are a pair of slippers. Ooh, talk about talk about rando and a quick little backstory. When we went to New York during Christmas time, my daughter was dying to go to this store called Love Shack Fancy. They have oh, one here yeah. in Southern California too. It's stupid, ridiculously overpriced stuff. Uh-huh. Like not stuff, <laughs> dresses, apparel, accessories, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. It's real cute. Um but when we were in New York, there is these slippers there, and they were just an adorable white pair of, like, uh, I don't know what this, like, fabric is, but they have a happy face on the on the toe, mm-hmm. right? They were so outrageously priced. It was, like, $150 for a pair of these, like, rubber slippers. The bottom is rubber. And the... I mean, they're comfortable slippers, but like they're just a slipper that you could buy from Target or whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I jumped on Amazon and guess what? They were there for $20 and I bought the ones for $20. And I love them. Nice. I was really worried that you were going to say you bought a $150. Are you kidding me? Never. Never say never, but not these. No, not when there's an either either a knockoff or love shack fancy especially buying them from yeah especially for like a happy face slipper that's where you go for the knockoff they're not a gucci slipper <laughs> you know yeah what I yeah, mean? yeah 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 
come on. Yeah, I'm sure Love Shack Fancy was getting them from the same distributor, and then they just put their $150 price tag on them. Hey, probably. Did she make you go to Roller Rabbit, too? Yes, and BTW, we are going to the brand new Roller Rabbit that just opened on Lido Marina Village Island today, or whatever it's called. I need to send my mom over there to do her Easter basket shopping. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Because I think she could get so into that store. Because I'm like, they have the cutest pajamas, but you know me. Am I going to spend $110 on a pair of pajamas? No. But I But your mom will. Those ones that you wore in the Dormio ad are very expensive. Yeah, and I didn't buy them. (laughs) Yeah, she bought them. They're a print fresh pajama, and they're so freaking Mm -hmm. cute. But... Would never. Roller Rabbit makes uh, these really cute pajamas. They also have um, other clothes and accessories, too. But they just opened a new one. And today they're having a grand opening from 3 to 6. And guess where we're going after? Cool. Thank you so much for listening to this marathon episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. Don't forget to come back next week so you can hear all about how the cruise actually went. (laughs) Did it live up to my expectations? We will find out. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.